Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Tuesday, and happy Tuesday to all those who are listening. We're so grateful and thankful that the Lord has blessed us with all these testimonies and how much He loves us and cares for us. I am just so grateful and thankful that He's able to He woke us up, all of us this morning across the globe from different countries. I heard Brother Rice over there in Australia about to go on his plane to go back to Perth, uh, where he lives in Australia. Praise the Lord. And as we pray for him and as we pray for many others around the world who are going to and fro amidst the pandemic, amidst everything that is happening, God is working in the meanwhile. So we are so grateful, and I'm just so thankful just want to let you know that we appreciate your prayers. I received um, some prayers via WhatsApp. You know, people are praying and they're sending messages of prayers. We appreciate you. Um, again, we are flooded with calls and with texts and email, and it's hard to get back to everyone. So we praise the Lord that some people understanding that we cannot get back to everybody at the same time so we are just praying for you we know what you're going through some people are going through struggling even as we speak now people are coming under attack but the lord loves us and we are praying um we have to remember to pray for the the the, the panel that we interview pray for sister claudia even now pray for her pray for sister alexandra Sister Landa, um, Sister Nicole, pray for them because they came on, they testify, Sister Joseph, because they testify the enemy is not happy. So please pray for them even now. You know, pray for the people who are in the war room, who are interceding, they are taking requests and they are praying. Pray for those uh, people. You heard young Brother Fernando share his testimony. Pray for them still. Pray for those um, prayer warriors in Kent who are helping us out in UK there. Pray for Sister Mavis in Scotland. You know, a lot of people from around the world are praying and they're working with us. Pray for Sister Claudette who, who was sick and we're praying for her that she will return. Just continue to pray as you come on the line. Just have your your little book where you write down your prayer requests because this is a time, a season when we are to pray for each other and encourage each other in Christ because this is high time. Christ is coming. He's around the corner and we're seeing the world changing. 
people are panicking, people are wondering what is going on, you know, but we know Christ is in the air. He's coming soon, and we ought to be ready. Um, this morning, for this devotion, this devotion the Lord showed me, um, um, John, John chapter 4, and verses 5 to 9, but the emphasis is on chapter is on verse nine, so you know that's where the emphasis is. God is truly uh, a, a great God, and I just want to praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God has given me some energy, even though I went to bed like uh, two o'clock. So you know, somebody's saying to me, "Did you have some green juice to drink?" But I will have some today. God is good. You know, when you love the Lord and you draw nigh unto him, God will give you strength. You are energized for the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. So um, the, the, the word comes from John chapter 4, 5 to 9. But I'm just going to read 9. The emphasis is on 9. So you've got to know that Jesus was coming to, to the city of Samaria. And, and, and to this city, the Lord comes, and we all know the story that he was heading to Jacob's well. Let us pray. Father in heaven, great God, you know your people this morning. You know who are on the line all the first time, listeners from around the world. Uh, from the UK and from different countries who are up and going, those who woke up in California, like Sister Andrea. In California, they are behind. In Vancouver, they are behind. But people are waking up early in the morning, 3 o'clock, you know, just to come to hear a word from you. Lord, as we go to Jacob's well, Lord, we just pray that you will give us a drink of water this morning, pure water, O oh God, the water, the bread of life this morning. Let thy words, O oh God, come forth with power, our Lord, and let it touch the souls of your people. We praise you, we exalt you, and we just bow down in your presence in Jesus' name. So uh, we see that the Lord heading to Samaria, and his journey is to go to Jacob's well, you know, the place where this woman was going to draw water. The Lord just knows where to find us. He knows what you're doing this morning. He knows which verse you're going to turn to this morning. He knows what you have been going through. God just knows where we're at. Imagine the Lord went straight to Jacob's well. He went through Samaria and he's going on a mission because the Lord knows everything about you. He knows where you are in your life. And, and the Lord was weary, it says in verse 6, he was weary and tired on his journey and he had this well and it was about the sixth hour and a woman was there drawing water 
And the Lord went up to this woman and said, Give me a drink. Give me a drink. Give me to drink water. Give me a drink of water. Could I have some water? And and when the Lord went up, you know, perhaps uh, in verse uh, 8, when it says his disciples was gone to the city to get food, uh, perhaps they would have gotten him water. And here he is now. He went to a woman, just a woman who gone to get water. And the Lord asked the woman, could you give me a drink? What if the Lord was to ask you this morning, what do you have in your house? What if he was to ask you, could you give me a drink? Are you going to say, I don't have anything? But the surprising thing is about the woman respond. That's the emphasis this morning. If the Lord was to come to you personally and ask you, could I have a drink of water? You are at the well. You are on your knees praying this morning. When the Lord asks you, who did you pray for? Did you pray for me? You know, hello, somebody. The Lord visited you. That's the key, that the Lord visited this woman at the well. And he asked her, could you give me a drink? Was the Lord thirsty? The question will go out. Are you thirsty this morning for a drink from the Lord? Are you thirsty? Are you longing to see his coming? Are you longing to go in his arms where he will wipe away all the tears? Are you thirsty this morning? Are you thirsty? Do you know that the Lord can quench your thirst? Do you know who the thirst quencher is? Do you know? Do you recognize? Hear what the woman respond is. Then said the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, askest me, askest drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealing with Samaritans. Samarians. Not evil, much less a woman. The question is, why did the Lord ask her? How do you see yourself? How do you see yourself this morning? Can the Lord approach you? And if the Lord approach you, are you going to respond by saying and talking about where you're from? I am poor. Why would he ask me, a Samarian? You know, the Jews have nothing to do with us. We are a Sunday keeper. We are not Adventists. Why would they ask me? Why? Why look on your circumstances? Why look? Why didn't she step forth in faith and say, okay, I'm willing to give. I'm here to serve. Why does she look on herself? 
and seeing that I am not worthy, I'm not capable, why me? This woman don't even know that it was Jesus. Think about it. She looked on her circumstances. She responded and talked about herself. She did not see the need that I must be a servant. I'm willing to serve. I'm willing to give. Instead, she's looking on her, on her own self as I'm not worthy. Why would you ask me? And some of us put ourselves down. Some of us say, you know, why me? You know, last night I received a text from a young woman, and the text was a little bit discouraging. Because she was saying, like, I feel like I'm not worthy and I'm not good enough. Why me? It doesn't make sense. If I live, I suffer. And if I don't live, I'm going to go to a crisis grave. Like, what's the difference? And that was a thought of low self-worth. Nobody loves me. That was suicide thought. I tried calling, but they did not answer the phone. But I know the Lord heard my prayer and my thoughts for that individual. And I will try to reach out today. How do you respond when the Lord asks you? Are you going to say, I'm not worthy, I'm suffering too much? Is the suffering of this life worth it for what you're going to receive later? Or do you prefer to receive the suffering of going to Christless grave and going to eternal damnation, going to hell? Which one do you prefer? Why is it so difficult? for us to comprehend that the suffering of this life can compare to what the Lord has in store for us. Why focus on the suffering? Why shift the focus from what the Lord wants us? The woman shifts the focus. The Lord asks, could I have a drink of water? And all of a sudden, she starts to look on her condition. She started to look at her genealogy and where she's from. And we are the nobodies, you know. We are the Williams. We Nobody loves us, you know. We are downcast and downtrodden. Nobody cares about us. Why would you want to help us? Why would you ask me to sing in church when nobody knows us? Why would you want me to do Sabbath school when nobody cares? Why? It's really a touching moment when the Lord comes to you and you look on your condition. This woman is a different woman. Jesus stopped by there because he's thirsty and he asked her, could I have a drink? And she's simple, instead of giving the drink, looking where I'm from, a Jew really talking to me, 
are you discouraged? Do you remember the other woman who went to Jesus? And when she asked Jesus and told Jesus, Jesus, my daughter is at home sick. And Jesus answered not a word. And the disciples had further discouragement and came and said, Lord, what are you doing? Uh, send this woman away. And then the Lord turned around and said, listen, I didn't come for you. I come for my people, the Jews. You know? I'm not here to, 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 to give bread to the dogs. And the woman says, even the crumbs that falls from the, the, the table, if I even get the crumbs from the dog, I'll be satisfied. She wasn't taking discouragement. That's what God said. She said he, the Lord said unto this woman, Woman, I've never seen such greater faith. Go. Your child is healed. Your faith set you free. The encouragement is not to give up. Don't look on our condition, your condition. When the Lord approached you this morning and said, Child, I love you. I care for you. I want to encourage you and let you know the Lord is saying that I love you. I want to bless you. Receive your blessing. You can receive the blessing even in your struggling. Even in your circumstances, the Lord is there. You can receive the blessing even in your struggling. But the devil is discouraging people and discouraging God's people. I'm telling you, it's true, brethren. The devil is discouraging God's people. And we really need to rise above that. Do not allow the devil to tell you you are not worthy. Why? A lot of people are comparing the suffering of this life to what is to come. Why are we comparing the suffering of this life when the Lord is saying it's not comparable? We shouldn't compare it. What he has in store for us is far outdue. Even if we go to the grave now and die of suffering, there is blessings that is coming in abundance. The Lord is asking you, are you willing to risk and to give up now when we can wait for the blessing, even if you're going through trials and suffering now? Why not wait on God? Why not allow Christ to work within our lives and wait on him, brethren? Please, God's people not getting it. As soon as the suffering comes, we forgot everything. We don't remember where the Lord has taken us from. We don't remember the promises. We don't remember the good. We don't remember when we met Christ first. We don't understand that the, the, the journey is a bus and a march. We don't get it. We don't believe. We just fail to believe, and we go back and we look at our circumstances and say, look what I'm going through. And we start to miss the plan, miss the power, miss the blessing. God is asking us as Christians, 
this morning on the prayer line. Most of all, as Adventists, you're on the line. Don't you think we're going to go through some suffering as God's people? If his disciples were thrown in jail and they were encouraging the jailers and even the prison guards and sharing their testimony, they were using it as wow. Even when there were stripes were laid on them, some beating was laid on them, they were testifying during the beatings. They were praising God. They were testifying of God's goodness and glory and mercy. They were being a witness in the time of trouble. They were witnessing and testifying regardless. What kind of faith is this? When the suffering come more and more, you testify more about the love and the graciousness and the goodness of the God who we serve. What kind of God do we serve? I just want to praise God this morning and thank him for the suffering. Thank him for the tests and the trials. Because when the test and trial comes, it's because you're on the devil's radar. You're affecting lives. Something is happening. That's why the devil is coming against you. God is asking you this morning, remain committed. Remain faithful. The Lord loves you. And he's going to take you through this journey. And if he starts a good work in you, he's going to finish it. He's not going to leave it half done. I'm telling you, he's not going to leave it half done. God is asking you right now to make a decision and stay committed and strong for Jesus. That's what the Lord wants to do. He wants to take you higher. He wants to carry you higher. Make the commitment for the Lord this morning. And don't worry about the suffering. Worry about our salvation. May God bless you and keep you. And may his face shine upon you. This is my prayer for you this morning. God bless you as we'll now have the prayer request. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.